0: Damn it! I don't see the point
1: in knocking. Like I'm gonna forget I'm your prisoner. Habit, I suppose. <laughs> We've still got a few social niceties. Don't worry, it's not ensoyment. Take the humor with you when you go. Oh, your cards are on the floor. I'll get
0: them. So when do I find out what comes next with you people? Next? Do you mean after dinner?
1: You know what I mean, you son of a... Or are you hoping I rot down here? Well, we definitely got people of that opinion, or something a bit stronger. There's a reason I'm bringing you your dinner and not Maria Linguai. <laughs> she was such a disappointment. Well, I don't know who's been doing it up to now. I was back at Base Theta for a while. That's right, Moon Base Theta. Death's country. I beg your pardon? Uh, this play,
0: Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. This line Big Daddy says, it's a... Uh, I have just now returned from the other side of the moon, Death's country, son, and I'm not easy to shock by anything here. I have always felt that line. Wouldn't it beg you as a theatrical connoisseur? Management training. They had a group to encourage us to build up our public
1: speaking skills. You know that Big Daddy was all kinds of sick and only fooling himself. I understand the metaphor. You know, I'm almost impressed that they included the arts in your
0: corporate education. (laughs) That was the extent, I promise you. I wasn't on the track for PR. Once they got us to where we could read a written statement, they moved us on to other things. You'll notice I'm not saying better things.
1: I'm guessing it's not the most joyous experience. You don't know the half of it. It's not just the shit jobs on the way up. It's the way they make you
0: feel like that's all you deserve. Like you're lucky they're giving you that much. Oh, yeah. I can imagine where they shoved you into that system. Double shifts getting shouted out via customer service, where everyone wants to talk to the manager, and you're the last place that buck can pass. Or handing down disciplinary action for a code that makes no goddamn sense and changes every time a CEO wakes up on the wrong side of something. Or someone. (laughs) I know how that feels. Not that I wasn't already well acquainted with that do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do type of discipline. You think I'm an asshole. You should have met the assholes that raised me. They didn't have to push me out of the nest. I jumped out. I grabbed the first branch, which was management training, and made my own way from there.
1: You still can't get decent coffee. I could make a call or two. Yeah, you definitely made your own way. You got a habit of striking out on your own. And why shouldn't I? After all the water I carried for upper management,
0: they stuck me in a minor office in the basement of a minor enclave. I'd still be languishing there if I hadn't used my skills and my
1: initiative to prove I was a power player. See, that's where you start to piss me off. I beg your pardon? You grew up in a bad system. We all did. Maybe you had a worse childhood, maybe you jumped into a career that was crap, or you felt poorly treated. But you had any need to break out. And what did you do with that initiative? You fucked people even harder. You hatched all your dirty little plots, messed with the stasis pods and our foodstuffs, let us stranded through the freeholds against the enclaves for your big zero-day plan. You could have improved the system. Or broken things altogether. But you only thought it yourself. I don't think you understand how the game oh, is- Screw your game. Look where it's got you. You've been sitting down here for months because you never made one positive connection, one relationship that mattered. You got no influence of any kind. On our side or theirs. After all your game playing. You don't know how lucky you are. That's the case right now. (sighs) Have you ever heard of restorative justice? You should. The idea is that offenses like yours come from a breakdown in human relationships. A lack of connection or community. Sure sounds like that's the place you're in, doesn't it? And you won't dig your way out unless you have some interest in fixing that connection. And pal, I'm here because I don't want you to rot. I'm not from death's country. And I've got your only way back to a real life. I'll be back in the morning.
0: I'm not sure I do know who to call right now for better coffee. What do you think you're gonna get from me? I don't accept your version of the rule book,
1: so I'm not gonna follow your roll of the dice. You keep coming back to the same tired metaphors. Don't you see how narcissistic it is? Your player won the game, you're the one moving the pieces. They only matter if they're following your directions. You move the pieces or you get moved. You think I was never on that
0: side of things? You think I don't remember how it feels? I only mattered if I did what
1: I was told. Or more often, I was ignored even then. We talked about this. You made plenty of choices of your own. I'm glad you brought the better stuff.
0: You're pointing your fingers at me about ensoyment... That was supposed to be a good thing. That was my big improvement. A line of affordable soy-based foods that could lift up your spirits while you ate them. But then it was ruined by a committee. What if we could turn up anxieties as easily as soothe them? Why not shove it into a population we owned instead of private testing? I did what I could when I saw the cracks in that plan. I made sure Delta had some backups. Made the commercials as ridiculous as possible. But what could I do when
1: they were pushing down so hard from above? What could you do? Weren't you the one spinning your whip the whole time behind the scenes? Right, and look how well that's worked out for me. So what you're saying is you blame the people above you because they didn't listen. That's exactly what I'm saying. And you feel like they deserve the blame for how it all went wrong? Goddamn right. But you're not responsible in the same way for the things you've done. I'm not talking about me here, I'm talking about- You're talking about personal responsibility. You're talking about a system of justice where people are directly culpable for their crimes, for the way they hurt you and other victims. You know in your heart that's what's fair, you just don't want to admit it applies to you. God damn it, that's not what I mean. No, it is what you mean. It's what you just came out and said. And you're right. You deserve justice for what the system has done to you. But you can't use that as insulation against the hurt that you've done to others. You are not listening. You can't put all this on me. Yeah, but you can't lay it all off you. People died because of you, Stevens. Because of you! Directly. Specifically. You knew it was gonna happen. That's why you sent backup personnel to base Delta. You knew lives would be ruined on zero day. People who lost their home or lost track of their family and couldn't get enough food because you were fucking with the supply lines. You gotta admit you did those things just as surely as you've had other things done to you. Everyone's got to play by the same rules. told you, I'm not reading the rules your way. It's not just my way. We're not playing PvP here. We're stuck in the same game. I'm just trying to give you a walkthrough. (laughs) There! (laughs) You know, if that doesn't get through to you, I don't know what will. I seriously cannot stand you.
0: (laughs) Absolutely not. That is not going to happen. I thought you were all about the game.
1: You think you're goddamn hilarious. Well, you won't talk to me about anything else, so pick up your hand and give me your rates. You son of a bitch, go fish. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, maybe this wasn't the best idea. I was going to let you win anyway. (laughs) For once in my career. Oh, we've come back around to
0: self-pity. You don't know me as well as you think you do. I never left, self-pity. You gotta get away from this idea that everything's about you. Isn't taking personal responsibility about me? You know the worst part of the training they put us through? They'd shove us in the middle of the deepest piles of bullshit. And from your first step into the situation, you could feel that you shouldn't have been there. Not just that the rules were against you, but the whole game was sour. Tainted from the very beginning. You're not just talking about the moon or in Soyman. My first major project, the top line on my corporate CV, was as administrator for the Northern Acquisition.
1: I don't have to tell you what that euphemism represents. You're not anywhere near old enough to have been up in the North in the beginning of things. I'm not old enough. Not anywhere
0: near the beginning. By the time I was thrown in, the damn thing had the momentum of three mega corporations over decades of full-on destruction oh, my mistake resource allocation and relocation my family was from northern ontario sudbury not that's going to mean a thing to you it meant nothing to me i grew up in the super cities not until i saw that countryside for the first time My grandparents had shown me pictures of forests, lake inlets, a bustling little city, all buried or smoldering before I stepped there. It looked like the end of the world, and I was responsible for marking down each ruined acre. I filed reports on time lost from breathing in the smoke. I had to notify security if we saw the Anishinaabe, or Cree, outside the boundaries we set for them. It didn't matter that we knew they couldn't survive on those lands, because we'd already stripped them to bare earth. I was also the point person to coordinate with the riders, setting a perimeter to see that no one crossed the lakes without our say-so, out or in. They sent me up there because I had personal knowledge. You might think that means they wanted my opinion on what was pushing things too far. Or you might know better. I certainly did. I never said a word. Never made a single complaint to my superiors. Never broke a rule to allow anyone some leeway. I knew my place in things. And yes, goddammit, I knew it was my responsibility. Not mine alone, but mine personally. That was death's country, Macbeth, Not anywhere on the earth or the moon. But what happened inside me. Once I had seen that, I was hard to shock by anything else. So? Yeah. I guess the ball's in your court, sir. I guess we're playing by the same rules. What comes next?
1: You said there's some sort of process for these things. Well, the very next step... We need to get other people involved and see what they think. Other victims, the rest of the community, so on. I've got to talk to more of you. Let me run upstairs and get Trina and Val. You'll definitely need Val to start making anything right around here. And after that, I think we'll be heading to that other side of the moon you'd like to talk about. What if I change my mind again? And decide that all of this isn't worth doing? Well... Then we'd still have to see what the other folks think. We can't just leave you here to rot. Pull yourself together, Stevens. It's time we took this show on the road.
0: Thank you for listening. This episode featured DJ Silvis as the Enclave Officer and Stephen LaFond as Harold McVett. The script was written by DJ Silvis. Cass McPhee is our audio engineer. Our theme music is starred by the band Ramp. Our cover art is by Peter Chikowski. Our executive producers are Sarah Mueller and Becca B. And our associate producers are Marty Chidorek, June Medley, Timothy Legrone, Marilyn Reed, Marissa Robert and Linda Boyer. Thank you guys so much for your support and helping and trusting us to bring this story to life. We love what we've done with it, and we hope you love it as much as we do.
1: As we bring this series to a close, and thank you yet again for supporting us through it all, this is a great time to talk about how you can join us on our next adventure. Our Patreon backers get weekly email updates and behind-the-scenes sneak peeks at our next show, so we would love to see you there. Or sign up for our mailing list to get our monthly newsletter and stay up to date on all the things at monkeymanproductions.com.
0: We'll be back one more time a few weeks from now with a big Q&A special where we're going to answer all your questions about the end of the show. But it's not just about the Q's and A's. We've got a very special announcement we'll be making in that episode as well. So until then, keep seeking ways to resist and keep watching the moon.
1: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Space.
0: Multiverse. Stars. One stars. One star reviews. Join Negative Nancy and Chatbot aboard the Space Window as they bring you the worst one star reviews from all across the universe.
1: I'm supposed to say that we promised to bring you the very best one star reviews from all across the multiverse, but you know what? I don't believe it. I don't believe that for one second. I'm rating my
0: driver Marcus one star. Not for his driving ability, but instead for his disloyalty and cowardice. Lackluster moon vacations. A can of beans. Abandoned malls. Cat beds that don't come in human sizes. Dragon stuff. Come have a laugh back at the one star reviewers. Listen to the one stars wherever you get your podcasts.